Hello, babes. How are we all? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Look at me back on my little consistency kick. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? But I'm really excited to have you guys back this week because this is the first time in a while that I have actually I have shit planned to talk about. Who would have thought? I have a lot to talk about. I I posted on my Instagram, on my personal and on the Chatty Black Girl Instagram, just a little, um, what do they call it, like Instagram story where people can like submit questions, dilemmas, things they want advice on, all that. So I took a bunch of the information that y'all submitted. Thank you to everyone who submitted anything. I really appreciate it. And we're going to get straight into it because I have a lot to talk about. But before I get into it, if this is your first time tuning into my podcast, hey huns, my name is Yasmin. I am everyone's internet best friend, older sister, younger sister, however old you are. I'm part of the family. We're part of the family. We are besties because we kiki every Tuesday. So welcome. Welcome, babe. I hope you have a good time. Welcome to Chatty Black Girl Podcast, where we talk about whatever I want to talk about, but usually it's not planned. So you guys should be quite proud of me that I finally have some shit planned. So before we get into that, there are some things that I wanted to talk about that I was seeing on the timeline, especially because if you don't know, today is the Met Gala and I love fashion. I truly, truly do. But it comes to a time where y'all need to stop inviting the people who cannot fucking dress because I'm sick and tired of being disappointed by just being disappointed by these celebrities and also who's coming up with the themes because these themes are so complicated that I don't think that the celebrities themselves understand what they're dressing for in my full honest opinion I don't think they know I truly do not think they know let me stand this mic up so I can really be there we go okay so basically I'm talking about a few celebrities so the theme of the Met Gala this year was gilded glamour. And I didn't know what the hell that meant either. So I looked it up and basically it's like the late 19th century fashion. So to me, it was giving very much like Bridgerton, the Middle Ages, stuff like that. Very, you know, tight corsets, big skirts, and that kind of look in a sense. But no one did that. The only outfits that I saw that really ate that I've seen so far um, is Billie Eilish. Cardi B in Versace. Look that up. She looks incredible. Uh, Blake Lively looks incredible as always. And then Dua Lipa. Everyone else, they need to get uninvited. Y'all, if you have a moment, look up what Amy Schumer wore. Because why do they keep inviting her to these events? You need to take her off the guest list immediately. Or she needs to fire her whole entire styling team. Because it's clear that they hate her. They have to hate her because there's no way that you make all this money and you're pulling up in a curtain. A literal curtain that's just pinned up a little bit. It looks ridiculous. Kylie Jenner, another another clear example of... Having money does not make you fashionable. (laughs) Just because you wear expensive things does not make you fashionable at all. Because she is wearing 
I believe it's an off-white dress with a backward snapback with a veil, a netted veil with flowers on the baseball hat. I... (laughs) I have no words, baby. If I could, if I could show you my phone, and this was a video podcast, like I would definitely show you. But this shit looks fucking crazy. It looks insane. Like, what are they doing? Why do they keep inviting these people? And why do y'all keep hiring these bad stylists? <laughs> y'all, it's so bad. And I'm really upset that one Zendaya can't be there because she never disappoints a Met Gala. Never in my life have I seen her fumble the bag so I just want to know I know she would have ate that whole thing down but I think she was working but another thing that I think with the Met Gala is hard is that it's I don't think it's for the the men I think the men it's so hard let me say this no straight men cis straight men let me get that one right because yeah because they it's so hard to make a suit fashionable life not fashionable but like go with the theme and all of them are just wearing like your normal gucci tom ford black tuxes but this is the gilded glamour so why aren't you wearing like a mid-century i don't know something give me something else because these black suits are really overdone and now it's boring and you aren't giving anything absolutely nothing sean mendez looked like he was on the fucking pirates of the caribbean cast so y'all need to (laughs) reevaluate you don't need to hire some more teams not saying that like i could do any better with the met gala but i think stuff events like this really prove that just because you have money and you can buy these big designer labels does not mean that you can dress that you are fashionable they do not correlate whatsoever but that was my little hot take But before we get into what you babes submitted to me, I want you guys to know my current state. It's currently, what is it? Monday, May 2nd at 11.55 p.m. I have a face mask on right now, so I look insane. I have a charcoal clay mask on because my birthday is in two weeks, and I'll be damned if I reign in my 21st birthday with crazy looking skin. I have some candles lit. I have a really comfy ambiance in my room, so I hope you guys are doing something on the self-care spectrum just to make yourself feel good. You know, it's finals week. Everyone's stressed the fuck out, so do something small to make yourself feel good, so I hope... I don't know. Like, let me guys know. Do you guys listen to this, like, on your commutes to work, class, just cleaning? I I would love to know because usually when I listen to podcasts... It's usually when I'm driving because I love music, but sometimes I just, I get kind of bored listening to music in the car and I need like mental stimulation to feel like I'm like talking to someone. So hopefully you guys have that same thing where you, or you guys listen to it in whatever way, as long as you're listening to it and we can engage and we can kiki and laugh together, then have at it, listen to it whenever, however. (laughs) So what I did was... I know last week I spoke about how I wanted you guys to be more involved and really, you know, not take charge, but just be more involved because this podcast, yes, it is for me, but as much as it is for me, it is for you lot as well. So I want to make sure you guys are entertained because I could be posting weekly till kingdom come, but if the shit is boring, the shit is boring. So 
I want to make sure you guys are entertained yourself. So I have a few points. I think about, what is this, six to seven main points. I picked out some ones that really resonated. So we're going to get straight into it. Of course, they are anonymous. So if you want to be a part of the conversation next week and you want to submit anything, DM me, text me, call me, find me on campus, and everything will be anonymous and you will get my honest reaction advice. But also, disclaimer, I am not a relationship, friendship, coach I just I'm on here for shits and giggles so just know that everything is full banter and I'm just here for the vibe so don't take anything I say seriously unless it resonates with you then yeah then take it seriously so the first one is a funny one just to go into it so (laughs) I I know I said they're anonymous this one can't be because of if (laughs) I just love her so much so my girl Inaya is the queen of dad jokes and she submitted talking about the psychological benefits of dad jokes. First off, Inaya, I love you so much. These are hilarious. If you know Inaya, you know that one, her laugh is contagious and she is so hilarious and she comes up with the most intricate, is that how you say it? Intricate? Babe, I'm barely college educated. She comes up with these amazing dad jokes that are so funny. So if you ever get bored or you're having a dull moment, look up a dad joke and just tell it to someone and just see how their face like people try to fight laughing them like they fight everything just to not laugh but they're fucking hilarious and i really think we should tell more of them because they really they really get the what's the what am i looking for what the word it really is gets things going and gets people really comfortable and just laughing funny <laughs> laughing because it's so fucking funny okay another topic someone said People from our high school either becoming pregnant or having raging coke addictions. (laughs) So, this is funny. Because I, I graduated, when did I graduate high school? 2019. And when I tell you, in the, was that, three years? The three years that I've been graduated from high school, I probably can tell you so many people who have gotten married, who are pregnant or have had babies and people who have raging drug addictions who need to seek rehab almost immediately and mind you I'm not even 21 yet (laughs) and it really puts your life in perspective because you're like raw like I'm out here just trying to get a text back and bitches are having babies (laughs) having babies getting married or doing Adderall (laughs) And here I am just trying to live a normal life. But, like, that's their normal. Live your life. I mean, I don't condone drug use because that's just do you, do you, babes. But it's really crazy seeing people, like, that were the most, especially in college. The college I go to, a lot of people from my high school went to. But it's so crazy seeing the people that were so... I don't even want to say wholesome because I'm not going to try to drag them like that. But, like, they were so innocent I'll use wholesome for lack of better words but just like that to seeing them doing every drug under the sun like babe how did we get here (laughs) how in the hell did we get here I just don't understand some people I've known since elementary school popping out babies left right center people on their second third kid and I'm just like uh, god forbid y'all can keep that over there because 
no, I'm a hot girl. I'm living my hot girl life and I can, I'll be damned. I will be damned. Let's see. What's next? Oh, this is a good one. This one's kind of deep. I have some that are deep and some that are kind of just for kicks and giggles. So I like this one a lot. So someone submitted a quote that their mom had told them. Basically, the quote says, believe people when they show you who you are, who Jesus, yes, but I can't fucking read. Believe people when they show you who they are the first time. And I really had to sit there and think with this one for a while because it's it's so true and it's so shitty that it's true because we can all believe we can all believe it completely. I was listening to another podcast, The Receipts, and my favorite girl, Tolly T, was talking about how, and I completely resonate that I I'm I'm done convincing people that I'm worth their time, that I'm worth their energy, their time. I'm worth them. Like I'm worth me being in their lives. Like whether it comes to friendships, relationships, acquaintance, like, and even family members, like you, you, whoever's listening, like you are the shit. You should not have to convince someone, beg someone on your hands and knees as to why you want them in their life or, or plead your case as to why they should be in yours. Like, what kind of shit does that make? That makes no sense to me. And I've, I've had to, me personally, because that's all I can really speak on, I've had to struggle with this for so long because there's, for example, like relationships. There have been times where I've wanted something to go right so badly. Like, oh my gosh, like everything is aligning. Everything makes sense. But especially when I was younger, like in high school, I found myself like, oh, if someone's like, oh, I don't think it's going to work out, I would find myself changing and just becoming someone I wasn't just to cater to somebody else. And I'm a huge believer that people's actions speak louder than their words. So you can tell me till kingdom come that you love me, you want things to work, you want to be with me. But if you're not doing what you're saying, then you're wasting your breath and you're wasting my time at the end of the day, like, I'm not trying to sound a type of way, but I just think people are just, people are just talking just to talk and to hear their own breath, and it's not worth it, like, if you don't want to be my friend, don't want to be with me, don't want to, I don't know, anything, like, any kind of relationship, whether it's platonic or romantic, like, that's okay, I'm not going to beg you to be in my life, I promise you, I'm too, we're too grown for this, it's, if you want to be in my life, you have my number, you know where I'm at, you know how you can reach me. We are all too fine. We are fine babes. We are fine boys and girls to be begging on people, to be begging for people to be in our lives when really, in hindsight, they're the ones who are fucking missing out because there have been so many times, whether it's my friends, you know, venting to me or me venting to my friends about, you know, oh my gosh, why don't they do X, Y, and Z? Or they're they're saying one thing but doing the complete opposite. So if someone's showing their ass, believe them. Like it, I, I'm not gonna be here and stick around for every time you say one thing and then you get my hopes up, and then you do the complete opposite, and then like your whole world is shattered because you're holding your breath, hoping for something that's not gonna happen. And honestly I don't want to be blunt but we have to love ourselves more than that we really do like it's not fucking worth it 
it really isn't. And I know I'm, I'm up here saying this, but, and, it's, and I'm saying it with such ease, but it's really hard. It's really hard to believe. To, it's really hard to believe people when they show you who they are because you don't want to believe. You're like, no, but like, that's not you. You know, we've had such like these high highs and these low lows, but like you're, you're so, you're hanging on to the high highs because that's what, that's what gets you through the lows and you keep trying to become something and, and try to make someone become something that they don't want to be. So believe them and move the hell on because there are better people in this world who are going to appreciate you, who are going to value you and validate you in your entire being. And that's all I need to say on that, honestly. But don't, we're not begging people to be in our lives in 2022. We're too fucking grown, all of us. Okay, so that was deep. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I feel like I never get deep like this sometimes, but trust me, there's a good mix of them. So I, yeah, I digress. On to the next one. So someone submitted when, let me get the exact wording because I don't want to get it wrong. Let me pull it up. Stand by. When to say yes and when to say no. So I'm assuming this is in the sense of, you know, agreeing to things that maybe, maybe you think you're a people pleaser or this and that. So I, this one, this one, I feel like I can really resonate with because I used to be such a people pleaser. My God, like I, I'm the kind of person that for my friends, I would do absolutely everything. I will go to hell and back for my friends all the time. It does not matter. I, I'm such a writer for my friends, but there were some friendships that I was since for a while, like even in what being 20, reflecting on old friendships, current friendships, all of that, all of it in one, I was reflecting and looking back on certain friendships that I thought, you know, I was giving so much of myself to someone who couldn't be bothered to give anything and it comes to a point where you have to understand that if they're only popping up in your life and asking you favors that only benefit them but when you do the same they act like you're asking the world of them you kind of you you know your answer baby you got you have to move on because it's not fucking worth it I think when it comes to saying yes and no with friends you definitely, you need to be selfish in this life. I promise you at the end of the day, you are born and you die by yourself. Like there, as, as sad as that sounds like you, you are the only person that you got in this life. So if someone, what was the note that I wrote? Oh, it's really hard to say no to people that you love. It is because you love them and you don't want them to think that you're bailing out on them, but it comes to a time that you need to say no. If, everything they're asking of you is always something that inconveniences you and not them. Not saying that, you know, you shouldn't do things for your friends, but sometimes like you need to take a step back and think, okay, not to quantify your friendship, but like you need to think about, okay, they've asked me to bend over backwards X amount of times. But when I asked them this one time, they thought, I was asking them to move mountains. Like they were acting like I was asking them to do the absolute most. So you need to take a step back and you need to, because there are some friends I will always say yes to because I know that they always have, they will always do that for me. But there are some friends that, you know, you have to say no sometimes because you have to create 
healthy boundaries. That's where it comes from. It all comes from creating healthy boundaries with friendships, with coworkers, with family members, because the more you say, and I say this to a lot of people, if they ask you of something and you say no, they're going to ask somebody else. Like it's not earth shattering if you say no. Like, they're going to find someone else to do it. They're going to be just fine. So don't think that it's riding on your shoulders alone to get shit done because nine times out of ten, they have a list of people that that they're about to ask and you just happen to be on the list. So don't sweat it, honestly. Practicing no. And a big thing that I'm trying to learn is saying no with no explanation because I don't you don't owe anyone an explanation. Like if someone's asking you to go out and you don't want to go, so because I said so, <laughs> like you don't need to say, oh, why? I don't need to tell you why. Maybe I really just want to be in my own company and just lay in bed or just be in my own presence. Like you, I think, I think in American culture, for sure, we feel this need that we have to have an explanation or we need to fully explain from king to kingdom come why we can't do something and it's like no like you actually don't have to that's something we're conditioned to do when in reality if you don't want to go say no and keep it pushing <laughs> that's really all it is so definitely i i really encourage everyone to try to say no work on it and just keep on doing what you're doing like just try because i know it's really hard but you know the more you do it it gets easier. It definitely gets easier. So I would not sweat it at all. So the next one, let me jump around. Okay. Um, someone asked if I was in a relationship. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> L-O fucking L. <laughs> I, no, I'm not. But if my future husband is listening, my future boyfriend, come get me because it's fucking ghetto out here. <laughs> it is so ghetto out here in these streets. I hate it here. I, But if I want to be completely real, I just wrote a paper on this. I don't think, I don't want to eat my words, but I'm not sure if I'm ready for a relationship. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm in a place where I can fully give myself to somebody else emotionally. Because there are things that I need to fucking deal with, like my own shit that I need to deal with. Whether it's like childhood traumas, how to accept and give love, figuring out how I want to be loved. And I just don't think I'm in the position to do that right now. I don't know. I I would love to say yes, oh my gosh, I would love to be in a relationship, but one, I'm not actively looking. And two, I'm just I feel like I've I've gone so long in my life being like, oh my God, like I want a Disney relationship and like riding off into the sunsets with the fireworks and the chemistry. Like I, and that's all great and dandy, but I feel like I've neglected myself in the process. Like yeah, I'm always focused on, oh my gosh what should I text him back? I really like him. What should I do to make him like me? Like, what can I do to make myself like me? Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, and maybe I'm just saying that because I'm not in a relationship because I don't know how I would act in one. Because Personally, I've never been in one. If we're being completely crystal clear, transparent since we are, since we're now besties on this podcast, but I've never been in one. So I don't know what 
I would attract what I want to attract, how I want to be loved and all of that. But I think school makes it harder too because of this toxic hookup culture. And it's our generation alone where our generation fucking sucks at showing emotional intelligence and emotional vulnerability that we almost like, we almost look down on people who are in touch with their emotions especially guys like guys who are in touch with their emotions like good for fucking you like good for you you are doing so great and doing the work that people are trying to like shun you on and it sucks that you can't let's say for example like I like a guy there's you literally people tell you oh you know don't um don't show too much too soon like don't give like not show yourself but like don't don't do too much, like, don't be overly nice, or play hard to get, but, like, if you like someone, you're gonna, you're gonna naturally do, like, I naturally will call someone to check up on them, I'll naturally want to buy gifts for someone to show that I like them, or that I love them, or that I hear what they're saying, that they're of their likes and dislikes, or just be in their presence, but now you have to, like, fake that I don't actually like you, and now I'm just wasting time, like, I hate wasting my time and I just think it really comes with our generation that we just have this weird obsession with being nonchalant I'm gonna get to that later because I have words for that but before I get into that this episode is sponsored your babes we have a sponsor we are sponsored by anchor my streaming platform service so as I take a water break and wash off my face mask, you guys will hear my lovely ad. So I'll see you guys real, real soon. My computer is breathing so heavy, but we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed the little ad read. Hopefully I inserted it correctly, because if not, then I really just played myself. But when am I not? So jumping straight. Let me get comfortable in this bed. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm literally, I'm only 20, but I feel like I have the back problems of a middle-aged, stressed-out dad. Like, there's no way I'm this young and my back is this messed up. Like, I have to sit in the most contortionist ways just to feel comfortable with my back hurts. So, I pray to God one of my friends becomes a chiropractor so I can get free adjustments because, dear God. <laughs> but anyway, let's get back into it. So. Where were we? So, the next topic someone submitted, which I really like, and I feel like I I claim to be this fashion babe and this and that, so let's really test my knowledge. It's trends that I, they said, and I, and I quote, trends that I want to see die. So, I made it a little less aggressive, but trends that I want to leave in 2022, even though we're like almost smack in the middle of it, but Trends we shouldn't bring to the later half of this year. So, starting off strong. This one, I need a deep sigh for this one. Low-rise jeans. Why? <laughs> like, like, why? I feel like we came, we understood why we had a universal hatred for low-rise jeans. I thought we were past it. I thought we understood that it flattered nobody. And it was just showing off you know cracks that should not be shown crevices that should not be shown to the sun to the wind and I just don't understand what what is it how does it benefit as a society (laughs) 
how does low how do low-rise jeans benefit us i don't see it i really think they are the devil they are spawns of satan that are trying to be brought back and we need to fight not saying that you know i'm a high-waisted jean lover i feel like high-waisted jeans are now a little excessive to the point where like there's no way that my jeans should be buttoning up under my boobs like that's just a little much babes can we like come together and do a cute little like mid-rise moment but just not the low ride like and not even low rise but like the extremely low ride ones like the paris hilton early 2000s those low those need to stay gone and never come back because i no i i refuse next this one might be a little controversial because i'm i'm still trying to find my footing about how i feel about them but cowboy boots hear me out hear me out when they're done correctly i can appreciate them i like them it's cute but it's the people who don't style them correctly it looks like you're a failed extra in a john wayne movie and you need to stop making it work because it's not working babe it's not working for you there's no way why are you wearing cowboy boots and little lemon leggings <laughs> why why <laughs> i i don't know i feel like cowboy boots they need to be they need to be styled in a way that it's not giving the wild wild west it needs to be almost like subtle like oh are they wearing cowboy boots are they not you'll never know because they're covered up by like some maybe a cargo pant or i don't know like a less like a a more looser fitting tailored pant and not super tight like i i don't see why you should be tucking your pants into cowboy boots to me that's sinister and you need to go to jail (laughs) these are such aggressive fashion trends why am i like this yeah i don't know cowboy boots yay or nay i'm in the middle because a part of me wants to try them out maybe to see but the people I've, I've maybe seen a handful of people who can really wear the boots correctly and i'm not mad at it but everyone else yeah just stop only wear them in nashville take a picture go home return them this isn't um what am i looking at oh this isn't a fashion trend per se but it definitely is a trend that i've been seeing since literally since I was in middle school, since the time of social media, and I know some people love it, some people hate it, personally, I fucking hate it, and it's subtweeting, subsnapping, like, basically, if you have a private story or a public account, really, people really don't give a fuck, and you're just, I just don't, I want to tread lightly here, but honest, honestly, I don't really care, people who subtweet or subsnap, subsnap is, like, people who have, like, those private stories, who just post like cryptic things like oh if he wanted to he would or just stuff about um someone that's so specific but they're trying to keep it anonymous but like the person who's reading it will know it's about them and everyone knows that they're just trying to be a pick me it's giving pick me it is and i i just don't understand like babe we're in our 20s if you have a problem with someone text them call them go go find them on road and confront them because nobody cares and i it's so rude it's your social media do what you want but no one cares you're posting on our private story for one person to see then you're gonna delete it and i'm not saying that i haven't done it because oh i have but it's been years and i can't i cringe 
every time I see it. There's one, <laughs> there's this, there's this person I met recently who put me on their private story recently. And what, <laughs> what he posts is just so, like, if you have a problem with someone, please go text them. Stop posting on social media. No one cares. And the person you're subtweeting or subsnapping, they probably didn't read it. Or they read it and they couldn't give two shits. So, like, leave it alone. Go journal. Meditate. Pour the energy into yourself that you are so giving to people who clearly do not care. Give it up. It's okay. I don't know why I got so triggered about it, but it just bothers me so much. Oh, my God. But now we're going back to fashion. That was the only... No, I actually lied to you. I have a few things that aren't fashion, but back to fashion. We have fluffy bags. So the purses that are like that Sherpa or the like the teddy bear coat um, fabric. I They're cute. Some, not, not even cute. That's giving it too much credit. They're acceptable sometimes, but what if it rains? Like if it rains... Is the fur gonna get matted down? Do you do you condition it? Do you brush the fur? Cause I can see it being cute for maybe two weeks and then you putting it on the ground and now it has grass in it, maybe little bugs from the concrete. Like how are how are we cleaning this? How are we making it look good? Because I've seen some teddy coats worn into the ground where they look so matted and so bad so I can only imagine how it looks for a person where you're just shoving things in there and just throwing it around so if someone has one let me know if you have like a a care a, what's the word like a maintenance there we go sorry do you have like m- maintenance steps that you take to keep your bag looking fresh because I'm I'm just not fully sold on them, but the girlies love it. So if you love if you like it, I love it. So keep doing you, babes, because there's I'm not stopping you. Also in the bag, what's the word in the bag realm? Tiny purses, inconveniently tiny purses. I I don't understand them because let's be serious. What what are we fitting in them? If I can't fit my phone in a purse, I don't want it. If I can't fit my keys, at the bare minimum, my phone, keys, wallet, lip gloss. That's it. Four things. If that can't fit, I I don't want it. I see the, please, I hope I pronounce this right, the Jacquemus. Y'all know what I mean. The one that Lizzo wore to, what was it? Was it the Grammys? The orange one that literally they said could only fit a chicken nugget. Like, I... I'm not wearing it for practicality. I'm it's purely for fashion, which is okay. But where is your wallet though? Like if you're wearing that on the street, where where are like your belongings? I have um the small Telfar, a Telfizi, and don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, but I don't wear it as much as I thought I would because I can't fit shit in the bag. I but I also don't want to be the girl that carries around the huge tote that has like you know, a Mary Poppins bag. I don't want to do that. But at least at the bare minimum, can I just fit my like my essentials in there? Because there's also I have a vendetta against bags that don't zip. Because I have this weird irrational fear that I'm just going to get robbed all the time. But someone's just going to reach in my bag and grab something. That's why I love bags with a zipper or with at least a flap just so it can be closed. And that, a Telfar bag, it's just open to the wind. 
anyone can just grab it so that makes me extremely nervous <laughs> so i don't know tiny bags if i don't know i just keep whenever i think about that i just keep thinking back to the lizzo um outfit where people just kept saying that she could just fit one chicken nugget and chicken nuggets like that i don't even think it would fit in there if you saw the bag i don't even think a chicken nugget would fit in there because it was it was tiny i think literally a scrunchie could fit in it if you just if you just scrunch it up and put it in the bag then maybe it will fit next i have air force ones now before y'all come up here and attack me and try to say but yes you wear air force ones i do but comma <laughs> i clean them and i make sure i don't run them into the ground like how a specific type of person at this college wears them into the ground to the point where the shoes don't even look white anymore and they look a different color i would have thought they were wearing black forces because they're that dirty first off if you're paying because they're not even 90 dollars anymore i think they're like 100 and something like they raised the price of air force ones so if you are paying a hundred plus dollars for a shoe why are you not taking care of it like i just cannot wrap my mind around that and maybe i understand if you have like you know a few scuffs or it's a little bit like not dirty but you know it looks like it's been worn but there's a difference between looking worn in and being filthy there used to be a friend of mine my freshman year of college literally would he had this like private story where he would go around campus and just post videos of people's shoes so like if they if he was on the bus he saw this white girl with like white air forces that literally looked blacker than the ground blacker than my black puffer literally so bad so dirty he would post him be like what are y'all doing like throw these bitches away and they don't understand they don't they don't but that's the end of my fashion faux pas what i trends i want to die but the last two are not fashion so i'm gonna run through those a little quickly because we have a lot to get through still so the next one that kind of goes into subtweeting and sub snapping are people who post their entire lives on social media now i mean in the sense like if you're at a club or at a concert or doing something or you're out and you post every aspect of your night it's one thing if you're doing it for the memories but i i've seen so many babes like take a video the flash comes on everyone's like oh my god hey turn up we outside and then the flash goes off and everyone's face just drops and they're silent and it looks like you guys don't even actually like each other when you go out or you're having like an awful time so you know if you want to post that concert post that concert but live in the moment geez like i feel like we're so obsessed with posting our every move so people know that we're doing things when it's really like no one cares live your life if you want to take the video for the memory have the memory but also make sure you're in the moment and you're enjoying yourself because yes you have the video but how will you remember how you were feeling in that moment that's so huge and the last one i have in this one i want i wanted to leave this in 2015 but we're here in 2022 and it's nonchalant men <sighs> nonchalant men are literally from the depths the deepest realms of hell because how in god's good name are we benefiting from you not showing an ounce 
of emotion or that you care that you give a fuck <laughs> i i used to love nonchalant i'm like oh my god he's so chill he's so laid back no babe he's boring <laughs> he's boring you need to stop there and not say you need to be overly exerting yourself and doing the most but like give me something please just to know that like i'm not crazy you know i don't know i i could talk for 30 minutes about that but you know i'm not gonna have you guys here all day long because we have something to talk about but i think it kind of rolls into the next topic which is someone submitted situationships and i think it's a that's a really good topic just because we're in college and the whole Hookup culture is very much alive and well on campus, but I think that it sets the bar so, 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 so low for relationships because everyone, and I talked about it earlier, everyone is so busy trying to make sure that they're not the ones getting hurt and that, you know, I'm protecting myself so much or I'm not showing my full self or being completely vulnerable emotionally where you're just ruining things that could be good and some people who are in situationships don't actually want to be in them like they actually want to be in a committed relationship but they don't know how to get out of this gray area of whether it's friends with benefits or just you know um doing everything that's a relationship but not putting a title on like it's it's such a weird gray area but i think me personally i no longer have the mental capacity for them anymore i really don't they can go straight to hell straight to satan because i can't do it because i think in my in my heart of hearts i'm a lover girl i know we get a bad rap but i am a i am truly a lover girl and I deserve a lover boy and I just cannot do such situationships. I don't want to be sitting up here, like Brandy says, sitting up in my room and just trying to think of, oh my gosh, he loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me not. Like I, no, I'm too grown. I can't. If you, if you like that kind of mental torture, go right ahead. But I think that in situationships, let's take a shot every time I say this, but I think that someone always ends up losing like no one both parties never want to be in that situationship like it's usually one person who really has the deep feeling but they're just going along because they just want to be with the person and the other person is just there for kicks and giggles and just doing their thing but someone always ends up hurt because someone always ends up wanting more and i swear to god it's been every Every time I've heard a friend talk about it or if I've been through it, someone always ends up wanting more because it's hard. If you're seeing someone every single day or let's say like on a weekly basis and it becomes routine, you're having deep conversations, you're going out with them, you're just in their presence, it's it'd be so I wouldn't believe you if you didn't tell me that you had feelings for them. Like it's so hard not to develop that attachment because you're you're there all the time like you're used to this person it's a routine and it just sucks because you're just forced to play games and not show them how much you really like them and it's just irritating <laughs> but it definitely does depend on the person like if you want to do the whole situationship thing in college or even outside of college or wherever you are in life like I mean if you want to and that's something you think you can be mentally prepared to do then go for it you know do what you want to do if you don't want to have any commitment don't want to be held down have fun but be prepared that 
it might be you, it might be the other person who might not, who might get hurt in the end, and that's a really shitty thing about it, because you don't know who it's gonna be, and I am too emotional, and I love too deeply, and my soul is too sensitive for meaningless friendships and relationships, and I, especially relationships, I'm too much, I cannot do the meaningless stuff, I really can't, because I love too hard, and I, I'm not the kind of girl who wants to be in your skin, but damn near close to it, (laughs) like, I don't know. But stemming off of that, we have someone submitted getting over a toxic relationship. And like I told y'all, I haven't been in a relationship, let alone a toxic one. God forbid. Thank you, God. But from hearing my friends, what they've been through, and just living my life, there are a few things I feel like I can speak on. So one, if you're getting out of a, a relationship, I can't say that word fast. Oh my gosh, I'm fighting with my English right now. If you're in a relationship and it's toxic and you just got out of it, one, congratulations, you are so strong. I'm so, so proud of you. Like, that's huge. But it's going to be hard to stay out of any relationship. If you break up with someone, it's really, really hard not to want to go back to them because of that routine and you're just so used to them, you know? But one thing that I really encourage my friends and anyone, even myself, is to embrace your sadness. Like, it's okay to be sad. Give yourself, whether you need a day, a week, a month, and just, you know, embrace your feelings. Embrace your emotions. Get it all out. If you need to cry, cry. If you want to scream, shout. <laughs> like, do what you need to do. But at the end of the day, you need to remind yourself why it ended and why that relationship was not serving you and why maybe it was hurting you, whether it however it may be in any aspect if it wasn't serving you and it wasn't helping you grow because if you're not growing then you're just complacent and that's you you don't want that you want to grow with someone you don't want someone to hold you back I think the biggest 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 thing for the love of God if you're coming out of a toxic relationship and you want to stay out of it and protect your peace do not call them do not text them do like don't come like cut off all communication like I'm the biggest believer in just cutting things off cold turkey like if I'm done I'm done I can't I can't go back to it because I think in our culture we think that everything requires some sort of closure oh like you know we ended but let's have this one last conversation no not everything requires closure if they if you know that they were shitty to you that's the end of it they were shitty to you and you deserve better and you need to move on and you need to focus on yourself like don't hop into something else take this period of your life and this new season of your life and pour all the love into yourself just remember who you are that you are that bitch you are that babe and really just take the time to really love yourself fully and build yourself back up so you feel like you can be whole when well not whole I don't like that saying when I was what I like to say more is that when I was a freshman in college that I had this friend and she would tell me that you know you are a hundred percent like you are 100%, you are whole. When you're dating someone, talking to someone, they add on to your 100%. But when they leave, you still have your 100. So they don't they don't fulfill you. They don't make or break you. You're still you at your core, but you have to remember that. Remember that, you know what? I'll be okay. I got out of it, but I'll be okay, you know? So if you're getting out of one, I am really proud of you. If you ever want to vent to me or talk to me, like, let me know. I'm always here. I love you guys so much. I want to make sure everyone is, you know, in relationships that benefit them and really serve their purpose. And on the last topic, let's, um, it kind of ties into it all, you know, just 
wrapping up to be a full circle, someone said loving yourself. And I think the whole journey of self-love, it's a, I think it's lifelong, genuinely, because it's really, really hard to to really practice self-love. It's hard and it doesn't make it easier with social media, you know, c- comparing yourself. Why am I not thinner? Why is my face not as clear? Why isn't my hair longer? All these, all these physical things that don't equate to your value, but we compare ourselves day in and day out. And it's so sad. I mean, I do it too. Like when I, I'm now at the point where I think I fully do I fully am in love with my, I love myself so much, but there are times where I'm like, damn, like, why don't I have X, Y, and Z or whatever? And you really have to snap out of that mindset because you would think you'd be blown as to see the most confident people in the world that you see still have those moments, but it's it's how you bounce back from it. Yes, you can have a low moment where you you wish you looked like something else, but it's how you bring yourself back to that pouring like I said pouring the love into yourself because that's something I struggled with I would get into these deep holes of just like oh my gosh like I don't look like this oh my god I I would be so much better if I had this but no like you are gorgeous and beautiful the way you are if you want to change something physically you know do do what you want you know do what you need to do but don't don't dwell on it and obsess over because you as yourself is good enough it's amazing and you have to believe I tell myself all the time that I am the baddest chick in the room whenever I enter you have to believe it you have to be your number one supporter because who else is going to support you if you don't support yourself you know as cliche and as tumbler as that sounds you have to love yourself before someone else can love you and you have to be whole and content within yourself so whether that means you need to journal more or go to therapy to understand different things about yourself or you know go into creative ventures or do a face mask and have more nights by yourself talk to yourself I talk to myself all the time (laughs) and it's cool like have a date with yourself And the biggest thing I think is to understand that the journey of self-love is quite literally a journey and it's a lifelong thing that, you know, you have to actively do just how people who stay fit, you know, they eat healthy all the time. They do it. They're actively working towards that. You also have to actively toward Jesus, Lord, Yasmin, I'm really fighting with my words. You have to actively, you have to actively, what's the word? go on the journey and pour into yourself and really give yourself the love that you so willingly give to others and throw at others who sometimes don't even deserve it. So give that same love back to yourself. And I promise you it's a day by day thing, hour by hour, but it does get so much easier and so much better. The more you believe that you are so beautiful, you are so loved, you are so valued And I think that's a happier note and an encouraging note to end on. I really hope you guys liked this style of podcast that I had this week. If you want to join the conversation, I will have more Instagram submissions that you guys can do. But if I don't have one, text me, call me, find me on campus, whatever you need to do. If you want to join the conversation some more on Instagram and Twitter, use the hashtag chatty black girl follow me on at chatty black girl and my personal at yasmin bangura it'll all be linked below 
I hope you guys have a wonderful finals week. You know, do what you need to do. We're almost there. Summer is literally six days away and we're going to be free from the shackles of school until fall. But I hope you all have a lovely, lovely rest of your Tuesday. I love you guys so, so, so much. And yes, I'll talk to you next Tuesday, babes.